Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge with Jonathan and Sergey. Welcome back. It is another amazing installment. It is. Of the Martini Lounge mm-hmm. with your host, Jonathan and Sergey. It's, it's just very dramatic us. today. Oh, I like it. Oh, I know. Give it's, me more. It's your dramatic boys giving you <laughs> stuff. <laughs> the dramatic boys. That's the most I had. It's, hey, it's listen. It works. It is true. We are dramatic and we are giving you <coughs> stuff. Um, and also, we're both still working over um, some sicknesses. So yeah, good times. That's okay. It it's, is okay. Yeah. And hey, it's drama in in honor of our guest today, mm-hmm. who is really well, just a great actress, but yes. really good at the drama. Oh, I mean, yeah. she can bring oh, the drama, but she's yeah. funny too. That's what I love. Uh, well rounded. Uh, yeah, because very well rounded. If you can do good drama. And then turn around and, and, and do a comedic show, movie, I whatever. Know. That's the, I like that. I is like there, seeing the versatility. I do, too. Is there a difference yeah. between drama and drama? You said oh, that yeah. with a little uh, Beauty oh, and yeah. the Beast vibe. No, 100%. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen dramas. They're, oh. like, so boring. You're like, I get that I'm supposed to feel something, but this is just shit. I know. Right. And then mm. there's the ones where you're like, <gasps> drama! I would actually yeah. put a, a movie title in, but I there'd be people listening going, <gasps> How could you? <laughs> that is the best movie ever made. And I just don't feel like fighting with people. So. I kind of want to know. <laughs> well, All and right. you haven't seen them. I haven't. Most of them were made by Merchant Ivory Films. Sorry, Merchant okay. Ivory. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's okay. I mean, they were rough. I'm you're, sorry they were rough. You're welcome to pause this interview at any point and say, this is what I hate. I know. This, this is, is the worst is movie ever where made. it is. Yeah, I'm just saying. But good to know the actress mm-hmm. we're going to be interviewing today has been hasn't been in those movies. So. No, good, <laughs> good. I was gonna say if she's in it, then oof, how rude! Yeesh. Don't bring totally. that up. No, but watch, <laughs> she'll surprise me and be like, "I was yeah. in that movie." Oh, oh. but I didn't yeah. tell you what movie. So whatever movie you're thinking, it wasn't that one. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> it was a whole other movie. I, I was in all of them. <laughs> I was in all of them, Jonathan. <laughs> Checkmate. I've been in all movies. <laughs> in all the movies in the world. Yes. Um, also, um, shout out to the weather today for being a thousand degrees. But it's beautiful. It's be- okay. And here's the sadness. This is the extremist. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand it, degrees. It's not a thousand degrees. It's a nice, pleasant It's just, it's only 82. been like 40. And it, it's up from 40. So, so we're doubled. not used to it. Our body's we're just like, not used to you it. You doubled the degrees on me. Right. I'm excited. I love that it's so warm and sunny and summery it out is, there. It is, and it is beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you. And we don't for want that. it to go away. We don't want it to go away. But oh my gosh, build up to the slower next I time. Know. Shit. Like, I mean, yeah. I came to work yesterday um, in a sweater because it was appropriate, and then right. today <laughs> it's like, oh no! I wore my leather jacket this morning because I <laughs> get up yeah. at like five. Yeah. Um, and by this afternoon, <laughs> I put it back on to go out to my car, and I'm like, oh hell yeah. no, hell no, hell no. Yeah. How was it this morning at five? Was it already starting to get pretty warm? It was in warm? the 40s, which is actually That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, warmer than it typically yeah. is yeah. lately. It's yeah. typically in the in the high 30s in the right. in the morning around that time. But that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, no one should have to be up to know. No, <laughs> what absolutely is. not. But I was. You always are, but soon uh, not to be. Soon, yeah. I don't have to get up that early. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for you, and also, yeah. you know. Here's the deal. Um, when it gets this warm, the thing I'm most excited about is when you go outside at like nine <gasps> or ten. That is the best. And it's so pleasant. It's like I want to be outside right now. I it's do not too. cold. It's like, oh, I... just keep me out here. I love the evenings. Yeah, just give me a glass of wine in my hand. Yes. Put me on a porch swing or maybe yes. in a beautiful backyard. All That's right. all I need. <laughs> yeah. And my dog. And maybe a fire or like a, a barbecue cook. Oh, yeah. Don't so, get me And started. then give me my dog and yeah. a hot guy. And, and hot then guy. <laughs> I am totally good. Yeah. You totally sit good. you sit you sit between his legs on a bench. Yes. That kind of thing. On like right. a on like a cow. Right. And he has his arms around furniture. you. Oh. Oh, stop oh I, can't, it. I can't do it. Yeah. I did tell a friend today that um okay, right. so I've kept now I've kept a bamboo alive for five years. Mostly, yes. Yeah. It's alive. It is alive that is and what living. Counts. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I have okay. kept my dog alive for the past three years. And that's beautiful. It is. So I think I'm I'm moving on up. I got yeah. a house plant. 
Yeah. If I can keep it alive. I will help you. Yeah, you're going to need to. <laughs> because the moment I see it turn even a little yellow, you you're don't. You're going to need to know. I get and an emotional she, reaction. And she ain't starting out hundred. Well, she is me. Yeah. She ain't starting out 100% yeah. healthy. She's got to start where she's at. Wait, they give you an unhealthy plan? She's a clippy. A well, she's a big clipping, but she's a clipping. Oh, so she's oh, she's a starter. She's just a little guy. Yeah, well, not, but yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's a large. She, she's a large starter. She's a big girl. <laughs> she's a big girl. She starts big. Yes, <laughs> going for bigger. That's, That's okay. Like the, the, the story <laughs> of my life. Just start she starts big. big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, you do. <laughs> you start it. You you end it big, and in the middle, you're you're still big. And, and still, it's still I, there. Hey, it's okay. I, I like love that. it. I, I love that. Um. I'm excited for the garden that we're going to have, by the oh, way. Oh, um, me too. Shout out to, to us for having a house together. <laughs> I, I don't know, know if anyone knows, but yeah. Jonathan and I are going to be um, sharing a home. As of tomorrow. Listen, Unfortunately. just for all y'all. <laughs> We accept no. Oh my God! How could it's gonna yeah, be? I whatever. we've already had months of that from other people, yeah. and we ain't interested. Yeah, so we're it. not gonna buy your reality. Our reality is it's gonna be fine. And y- someone told me the other day, they're like, "I kind of saw that coming." I'm like, "What does that mean? What do you mean? What do you, wait? Hold on, what? Because yeah, right Pause. now, my my reaction, what? I'm like, saw it coming. What is How that did mean? you do? What you don't know us? You right? don't know us, bitch. I kind of saw that coming. I'm I'm interested. I do I know this person? Um, yes, you know oh. who it is. Yeah, huh. I'll tell you That's later. That's odd. Okay, yeah. yeah, and that might explain it all. You know how you hear will. something, you're like, yeah. Oh, never oh, yeah. mind. Okay. <laughs> They're a it. complete idiot, they would think that. No. <laughs> I love it. Um, listen, we are all over the board, we are, but I, I mean, it's we're fun, just though. we're just excited. Oh That's my god, it. it's gonna be tomorrow. It's official it's, tomorrow. It's official tomorrow, and I want them to send over our paperwork. In the it's morning. in our email. <gasps> You and I have to DocuSign for it. I think I'm first and then it sends to you. I See, should do it right because now. Because then okay. I'm just going to yeah. like pay my pay the rent. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we have to pay the done. deposit. Shit, and then we get the lockbox. Oh and we can, we can even I'm get done. the keys tonight if we I'm technically done. want. Because they're closed for I'm them. In. The business day's over. Oh, my God. It's already tomorrow for them. Okay. I mean, see, listen, we're you, all you wonderful listeners are just in on what we're doing right now because it's just like, oh wait, are we doing a show? No, no. we're moving. <laughs> it's the moving show. This is how it works in our world. We it don't does. stop. We do a show, no. and then the next well, here's day the we thing. go and move. This is how smart we are. Mm-hmm. So we're sick. <laughs> which is fun we are we y- you started it and then i got sick and then y- we just sorry. have been cycling it through yeah. and then we decided yeah. to move on one of the busiest weekends that happens in spokane yeah which is bloomsday oh yeah yeah yes, the big the big fest so the, you know <laughs> the big one yeah i know this and, is how we do and, things and we just don't ever stop this I mean, is how we do love it, it love it love it i love it. that song give me some it's more great. okay um, you know what? F- fine. Let's 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 quit our. Are rants. we digressing? I okay. think we are digressing. We're gonna digress. I think it's time for us to to actually <gasps> interview someone. Okay. First of all, I've been telling people yeah. about this all day, and they're all like, they are all so excited. And I first of all, I love when when people get excited about who we're gonna talk to, and uh, we've been talking about her a little bit, and I'm hoping I don't mess her name up because I'm really famous for yeah. that. <laughs> but <laughs> Tova Feldshu, uh, from Broadway to Cabaret. From your living room scenes to the big glittering screens, Tova Felchu has conquered them all. She has appeared in such shows as The Walking Dead, Blue Bloods, Law and Order, and most recently you can catch her on Chicago Justice. And as Rebecca Bunch's mother, Naomi Bunch, on the hit series Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, we are very, very, very excited to talk to this amazing actress as we relax in the lounge and have a little cocktail. Uh, But till then, Tova, are you there? I'm here. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, we, we oh, we're excited so to have thrilled you. to have you. We are, we are so so excited. It's it's a just good day fair warning. Us. We're a bit much <laughs> today. We're in rare form. That's okay, I'm used to a bit much. <laughs> okay. There is no there is no careers for any of us without the bit muches in the world. That is so. the truest statement wow. actually yeah. I've ever heard. I, uh, we'll take that. <laughs> so let's get let's just delve right in. Let's start at the most appropriate starting place, the beginning. <laughs> what made you get into acting? I was on the wait list at Harvard Law School, so I figured I, and nobody lifted a finger. I would have been, you know, my father went, uh, and instead of going to Harvard Law School, I married a boy who went to Harvard and Harvard Law School, but both my, both father-in-laws and my husband and my son have, have gone to that school, so 
Eloise had the plaza, and I had the Harvard Club, the family that's been a member since 1930. I did wow. not go to Harvard. I went to Sarah Lawrence and did yeah. graduate work at Columbia and then won a fellowship. So anyway, I didn't get accepted, or I got waitlisted at, at Harvard Law. And at the same time, my brother David, who is a playwright and is the head of theater at Cornell University at the moment, said, why don't you apply for the McKnight Fellowship in Acting to the Guthrie Theater? Ooh. They give out four a year. and Maybe you could win it. And I won one of them, and oh. they paid for me to go to the Guthrie, hold Spears as an apprentice and a journeyman, and take my master's at the University of Minnesota. Wow. And that's how it started. So I, I didn't have much psychological training. I just sure. had good parents, a wonderful brother, and I did ride the horse in the direction it was going. Nice. Now, did you have any idea back then what was in store for you in your career? No. When I was at the Guthrie, I think one of my directors, John Hirsch, may rest in peace, he would die of AIDS. He asked me whether I wanted to be an insurance agent. That was in front of the entire company of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh. Why, would I even, why would I even bother acting? So, to be honest with you, I hope he rests in peace, but that kind of um, absolute um, cruelty, the choice yeah. to be cruel to another person and to bully them, because we were the lowest of the low. We were the yeah. spear carriers. Yeah. We, were the, we were the McKnight fellows. Wow. So um, he was very hurtful to me, and I never expected um, mm-hmm. the lucky um, breaks I got. It was just like the Chinese say, change your place, change your luck, that yeah. I would get in New York. First yeah. of all, I changed my name from Terry Sudetova because yes. I'd fallen in love with a boy named Michael Fairchild while I was at Sarah Lawrence. He was <laughs> at Wesleyan. And he said, what kind of a name is Terry Sue for you? You're Northern. You're from, you're not, that's not your ethnic group. It's yeah. a boy's name. <laughs> it's your godfather's dog's name. And his colleague was named Terry. <laughs> so I changed it to my, my, this, the name I used in Sunday school, which was Tova. I was named yeah. after my great, uh, my mother's uh, aunt Tova. Anyway, I changed my name, but Tova is a Danish name. So they oh. thought in Minneapolis that I was a local girl. Tova Felchu. Oh, nice. So I did 11 plays in two seasons, wow. and my parts were so small, I yeah. played 22 parts. 22 oh parts gosh. in 11 seasons. Wow. I played like three parts of play. I'd come on <laughs> as a little actress in Cyrano, exit, come on as a boy poet, exit, come on as a nun. Yeah. <laughs> That's like so, my daily life. Between that and uh, I, I thought uh, I'll be carrying spears forever. And like everything they say in life, they did me a favor at the Guthrie because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, from iambic pentameter, the Guthrie oh, yeah. decided to do a musical with the great Christopher Plummer, oh. the musical of Cyrano, the Anthony Burgess translation, and it was a musical. And I could sing and dance. So all of a sudden, oh. from being asked to be an insurance broker. And and from uh, the head of the company, the head Michael Langham said, "You, you know, dear, you're not, you'll never be an actress. You're really just a performer, just oh. a performer." So from from being just a performer, right? I was given a little role in the musical of Cyrano, and then one of the actresses decided not to take the show, and I was given the food cellar in Cyrano. And the food cellar in Cyrano has 14 lines and a red dress, and she starts the play. Oh. And that show yeah. went from the Guthrie to the Royal Alexandra in Toronto to the Colonial Theater in Boston and mm-hmm. opened at the Palace Theater oh. in May of 1973. And 18 months later, I would get Yentl and go on the marquee of the O'Neill Theater where Book of Mormon is playing now. Oh, that is so amazing. See, it's proof life can do crazy things. And and from there, you conquered Broadway because, I mean, you, you, four Tony Awards. I mean, let's, let's talk about that. How, how did that arc happen? And then where did you go from there to end yourself up in, in TV and, and film? Well, I really, you know, when we started, I started my career, after all, I started my career, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that in is those crazy. days, fellas, mm-hmm. TV was was the circus. Yeah, if right. you had a TV series, you could not get a serious role in a movie or on Broadway. You were mm-hmm. not considered um, worthy of it for whatever reasons. And therefore, it was a way to become famous and notorious, like, for instance, like the reality shows are today. Yeah. But it wasn't a place that admired... Uh, that under, it wasn't the place where we would watch it and think things people had craft. Now, right. that's not true of the Ed Sullivan show, and it wasn't true of I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Right. You had to be a genius right. to be considered good in those yeah, days. Sure. Yeah, sure. A genius, like, like Jackie Gleason. 
but yeah. but uh, once you were in a series series like uh, you know uh, Richard Chamberlain was it was like what and they could not get arrested on Broadway then two things happened Richard Chamberlain left his television starring career to study Shakespeare and came to New York balls to the wall in Hamlet and was good wow so all yeah. of a sudden he got good reviews then a wonderful actor actor Tom Conti left mm-hmm. whose life is it anyway and either Richard Dreyfus is either Richard Dreyfus later or Richard Dreyfus then, and then followed Richard Dreyfus or before Richard Dreyfus. I can't remember. I believe it was after he him. Mary Tyler Moore came wow. into the leading role of Whose Life Is It Anyway, and she mm-hmm. was brilliant. Ugh. So once those two actors got those reviews on Broadway, the entire um, uh, current of public opinion changed. Angela Lansbury came back to Broadway and and wowed us yeah. in Mame, wowed us in Gypsy, won Tony after Tony, and the field changed. And then the most wonderful thing happened to television, which was cable. Right, because cable right. is like a big talent vacuum cleaner, <laughs> and there's so many <laughs> yes. shows now, and so many offers that are so interesting, yeah. that in one oh, season absolutely. I played a Russian ballet mistress, I played the head of Alexandria for The Walking Dead, I played Naomi Bunch, and now Daniel Melnick's been promoted to Judge Melnick on Chicago Justice from Law & Order. Exactly. It's thrilling for me. Also, fellas, you know, let me put it nicely. I believe aging is optional because, God, I hope it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Yes, amen. But, But nonetheless, there is... Probably, probably, I'm not saying totally, the probability that there's more time behind me in my life than there is in front of me presents a different frame of mind. You kind of want to leave some footprint that is meaningful to you, to your children, grandchildren, and so they can look up Nana or Nanny or Grammy or whatever Mm -hmm. years from now when I'm no longer around, say, that that was my forebearer. Yeah. That, That was this woman who couldn't make it into Harvard Law. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And anyway. thank goodness. And thank goodness. For that. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's get, you yeah. know, when we were telling people who we were going to interview today, you have uh, quite a few fans, and I will say the ones that follow you because of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend are crazy, and they absolutely love you. Can you tell us, how did the role of Naomi Bunch come about? Well, first of all, I would say that The Walking Dead and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend are the two greatest jobs I've ever had oh, nice. in television. Good, good. Yeah. And that's after 13 years showing up wow. for Dick Wolf, whom I love. Yeah. Dick Wolf is loyal to those he believes in. Mm-hmm. 13 years, you know, uh, uh, like Peter Pan and Wendy, you know, once a year, <laughs> or twice a year max for Law & Order, and then he's yeah. calling to do this Chicago Justice. I'm infinitely grateful. Yes. But in terms of artistic expression, um, the Walking Dead, which deals with the problem of how do we live under horrendously exigent circumstances where our enemies or those who wish us dead outnumber us hundreds to one. Right. Who remains a mensch? Who remains a human being? Who yeah. becomes a beast? Who remains honest? Who becomes yeah. uh, a cannibal? Who becomes Mother Teresa? Who becomes uh, Madoff? Yeah. So that, that's why that series is a big success. But the dream series of my life, because I always want to star <laughs> in musicals on Broadway, and my last one was Pippin, oh, yeah. a, a trapeze act. This, this thing that Rachel Bloom wrote with Aline Bross McKenna yeah. of combining all of our skills that we work so hard to attain for Broadway and putting it on television so it can be shared by my cousins in London and my right. cousins in Caesarea, Israel, and my cousins in Melbourne, Australia, and my cousins in Caracas. I mean, the Felchu family was dispersed, uh, as, as you can imagine, before the war. From, yeah. They're all from Vienna, from Austria. So the fact that we can share this is the thrill of my life. How did it happen? I haven't the vaguest idea. <laughs> Felicia Fisano cast it, and they called me to do it. It was like uh, The Walking Dead. It was the same thing. They... They called me to do it. When they called for The Walking Dead, I was on an expeditionary boat looking at the Galapagos. I was in the middle of oh a crater. I thought it was a joke. My assistant was from the South. He said, well, I, told you, I think you got a job. <laughs> maybe you better call home so on this boat. And I, I spoke with Scott Gimple and, of course, was honored to be uh, Deanna Monroe. So back to, the, to um, Naomi Bunch. I was offered Naomi Bunch maybe because it led from Golda... Kissing right. Jessica Stein, a walk on the moon. You know, if you're going to be typecast, 
be typecast globally. That's yes, my theme. Yes. If you're going to be <laughs> That's a true. Jewish mother, be a global Jewish yes. mother. Don't be local. So true. Own it. Own but, it. <laughs> and let's be honest. If you catch any of your, because you can see them on YouTube, your cabaret acts, I mean, that alone meant you should have been in this show because you're brilliant. You do characters. You sing beautifully. It's, it's an experience even to see a video clip of it that had to have something to do with it. You're a doll. I hope <laughs> I hope it did. And I'll tell you, when the minute they offered me the job, I said, "Can you write me? Can you write me a song? Can you write me a song?" But who expected a five-page solo called "Where's the Bathroom"? I yeah. love that song. <laughs> <laughs> love yes. it. I love this then, show. And, 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 I love the show. I love the show. You know, I don't know how many seasons it has an arc for, but mm -hmm. I hope it will thrive for. For more than expected by, by popular demand. I yeah. know that it's growing in its watchership. And yeah. also to work with Donna Lynn Champlin and Francisco <gasps> Fontana and yeah. Vincent and Rodriguez the Third. Yes. Uh, these yes. people yeah. are, are amazing. Gabriel Gabriel Ruiz and Pete Gardner. Yeah. Forget it. These people are oh, what? Yeah. Well and, and I mean we... Donna Lynn We've talked to right. Donalyn Champlin on here, and she, I mean, we loved her and her energy. Now, oh, so she good. also has come from a theater background. Have you two crossed paths before? Is that is that how you know each other, or is it just on the show? No, we know each other from the show. Also, I'm at a point now where everybody knows me and thinks they did a reading with me. <laughs> it's like people walk up to me and they yeah. say, I took you to the Scarsdale High yeah. Prom, and I don't know whom <laughs> I'm talking to. It's just hilarious. I, you know. I so, love it. Uh, Donna Lynn and I may have done a reading. I, I only know that she was beyond the beyond on this show. Yeah. I did one episode with her where she did a scene <gasps> basically favorite. from uh, from the importance of being earnest. I mean, it yes. was just crazy. <laughs> she was so good and so versatile. Well, and I, of course... I, Rachel is responsible. Rachel yeah. and Aline are responsible for yeah. all of this. Watching you interact with Donald Champlin in that scene I, makes me really, really, really hope they make you guys interact again in the future because you guys were hilarious. It was I the best. Lo love them. And I hope, listen, I, I would like the mother to show up everywhere. I want her to haunt her dreams. <laughs> I want her to right? be her, I, I mean, anything. Just I wish they had me as... as uh, you know, like Il Elvira in um, in Blythe Spirit, you know, <laughs> yes. comes down. Exactly. The ghost, the ghost, the ghost, Hamlet's ghost, <laughs> so that I can haunt her every episode. I mean, I just, uh, I, I tell you, I would drink their bathwater. These people are great. I mean, they're just great, <laughs> I, greatly gifted. They are, and it's an amazing thing to watch. Now, you, uh, you kind of touched on this because uh, earlier, but you are a very adventurous individual, and I know you have a philosophy for life and have said you just want enough money to buy experience and to see the world until you leave your own body. Can you talk to us about that philosophy? I'd be happy to. I think when you have the privilege <clears throat> of being healthy in your 60s and still being athletic, Mm -hmm. I would climb Kilimanjaro with yep. my son, yes, uh, with our yeah. son, married wow. 40 years, um, wow. uh, with our son about 18 months ago. The minute my mother died, within within a year, I climbed Kilimanjaro, that you must live your bucket list. You want to live life to the bone. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just renovating our summer house in the Hamptons, and I said to my beloved Andrew Levy, my husband, who uh, was the head of real estate for Gibson Dunn, and now is at DLA Piper. But he's the Harvard lawyer. Instead. Right, yeah. So I said to him, I said, listen, why shouldn't we get the deluxe Toto toilet? It's the last bloody toilet we're going to ever buy. <laughs> right? Is this is it. This is the toilet for the next 25 years. You know old people, they're not going to change their toilet. Splurge. Let's get the one. I said, Andy, this toilet will do to you what I'm no longer willing to do to you. <laughs> Hey, and that 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 phrase alone sold. Beautiful, done, uh, done. Uh, they should take that up sure. as their advertisement. Now, okay, can so we my go? Next, uh, my next, my yeah. next trip in hiatus. My next trip in hiatus will be to Siberia and Mongolia. I want to live in a yurt, and and uh, I was rustling cattle. Mm. I, I, that means gathering cattle. I wasn't a cattle <laughs> stealer in Guatemala in January, wow. and I was on a horse for three hours. I tell you. That that I went on the next day, but believe me, my my sweet little knees, having been a runner, really mm -hmm. felt it. So while I can still use my knees before I have perhaps a partial knee replacement, I want to um I want to ride a horse in Mongolia and live oh, in a year. Wow. So oh my gosh! Thing. 
That sounds amazing. Yeah, in- invite us right? over. We'll, what the we'll hell is right? We'll, we'll I live like in the this. hotel across yeah. the street from you. Um, now- <laughs> there you go. That's right. It's the Ralph Lauren sheet. Yeah, that- <laughs> perfect. So uh, I, I kind of want to talk about, you know, you're one of the recipients of the Eleanor Roosevelt Humanities Award and, and, and numerous other recognitions for your charity work as well. What what drives you to, you know, work and connect yourself to advocacy and, and, and this, you know, big humanitarian work that you do? You're very kind. I'm no heroine. I'm asked to do things, and I say yes. I simply say yes. When I'm asked to emcee Gift of Life, because my darling, darling, beloved friend, Wendy Siegel, contracted bone cancer, and on this this huge 1,500-person dinner at the Hyatt this Mm. time last year, uh, they arranged for, for her to meet her donor which is usually anonymous, but the donor conceded. And Mm -hmm. a lot of very religious people, you know, we take umbrage because in our wonderful country, at least it was wonderful, but in our wonderful country that we're trying to guard a democracy, there's a separation of church and state. When people are fundamentalists in America, it's like, uh oh, Pinocchio. On the other hand, these religious people give their donate their bone marrow, where you have to go under anesthesia to Mm -hmm. do it, and they literally save lives. So I had the opportunity to introduce people who would be dead to the people who literally gave them the matter of their own bodies so that they could live. It was an unbelievable privilege. So I was asked by the Seagulls to do this, and I said, what are you talking about? Of course. So that's the kind of work I do. I'm a member of Seeds of Peace, which brings children of conflict together, Palestinians wow. and Israelis, Israeli Arabs, Israeli Israeli Jewish kids and Palestinians. The, of course, the Kamantova, um, uh, the Pakistanis <laughs> and the Indians. Yeah. You know, there's bunches of people who have a lot of lot of problems, and we can't bring the North and South Koreans together. No, and right. now yeah. under this administration, yeah. we yeah. really can't bring them together. Yeah, because <laughs> absolutely. Man, Here's the thing, and I, I'm not I'm not going to talk politically. I'm going to talk in a humane and philosophical way. Okay. If you are a person who creates for themselves an oppositional universe, we're in big trouble. Ex- this is exactly. why Gandhi existed yeah. to try to erase the oppositional universe. So people have mentioned Obama was weak. Obama was a universalist. Obama yep, yep. was a, a community leader. Obama was a person who includes. Yes. Who has space. Yes, exactly. And in that sense, I think he was a very, very strong president, and Mm -hmm. I certainly felt very comfortable with him and was greatly honored. I've only been invited to the White House to meet a standing president once, and I was invited to the Obama White House. Oh, Oh, my God, it was thrilling. Mrs. Mrs., uh, uh, Michelle Obama said, can you believe it? We're at the White House. Right. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Can you believe it? We're at the White House. She's just so not stuck up. She's so marvelous. So you have a person now who's creating an oppositional universe, and I feel endangering the United States. I agree completely, one hundred percent. We're with you. That's that's. Uh, I love that you said that, and I've never thought about it in those in that term, Mm -hmm. oppositional universe, because I definitely disagree with this isolationism. And because when you cut yourself off from other people, you forget to see them as human beings. Exactly. Everybody becomes an enemy, and that's not how you live in a world. Because only bad can come from isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with I, you. I I agree. I agree, and I I feel um, apprehensive, and we must remain vigilant, and we must remain vocal as long as they allow yes. us to yes. speak and are not attacking the freedom of speech. Yes. Anyway, back. back let's get back to a Crazy X for <laughs> just a minute. Okay. So Crazy X allows me to live my artistic life to the yes. bone. Yeah. Who walks in and, you know, I'm reading the script. It says, Mother, 39, yes. 39 years old. So I go to management and I say, So who's going to play the mother? They say, <laughs> Oh, you're playing the mother. I said, No, no, it says, Mother, 39. He says, Yeah, that's you. That's you. <laughs> so this I is love how it, it starts. And I look, darling, I look gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. They took yes. my hair. I have very nice hair, but they combed a little bit of it forward, uh, and they put a gorgeous wig, my color, nice. under my own hair with my own hairline. So all of a sudden, I have thick, estrogenized hair, <laughs> as if I had ovaries that were going crazy. <laughs> and then when they attach the wig, as we all know in the theater, they put the pin curl such 
that yeah. the week slightly pulls back the face. But yeah. wait, yes. you haven't had the piece de resistance, which <laughs> is the tapes behind your neck. And now wow. I know how Susan Sarandon does. Because <laughs> I'm just, you know, she, she's like in her 70s. That woman looks like she's five years old. She's yes, so she looks amazing. She, oh doesn't God, look, yeah. she doesn't look pulled. She doesn't look like no. she's been at right? surgery. And I think this is how she does it. She does this. I was out of my mind. I was so excited. I wore my tapes on my neck for two days. And when I tried to take them off, I think I took off two layers of skin. <laughs> it was horrendous. I love that. First of all, that's oh something I did not know. I did I, not know about the You'll be the trying this tonight, neck. won't you? Oh, I'm going home right now. Yeah. So I will. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. I'm just sharing it with the world. I just loved it. And, you know, I guess <laughs> people would say we can't give away our secrets. Then it, then there's another episode. I think it was something with Scar's telling. It was episode 10 of the second season where it says, Mother appears in a bra and underpants. I oh. said, well, who's doing that? And they said, well, you're doing it. I said, no, really, who's doing that? They said, you're doing it. I mean, 5,000 push-ups and sit-ups later and the, and the blueprint cleanse. And I was on there fairly ripped. I don't know if I was that as ripped is... as I was in Pippa when I was doing trapeze, but I, I was okay. I said I looked okay. That is awesome. And then as I went up the stairs, I took my brassiere off. I, I mean, I figure if not now, you know, never. I mean, uh, who cares? Right? I'm looking at my back. So that was, it's just the best series. They always ask. And then the, fi- the final coup de grace, who do they have as a visiting uh, guest star is Patty Lupone. Who oh, my God, right. Cherish. Yes. We just cherish. I don't know if you've seen her in War Paint, but just for nominated for the Tony. Yeah. She's an A she's an A plus. She's an A plus. This is Christine Ebersole. But I worked with Patty on this and she's just as warm as toast. She's she's the greatest. She's really the greatest. I I love her. She's honest, she's gifted, she's street, Mm -hmm. she talks straight, straight shooter. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, I don't know if she's going to go to the U.N. and become a diplomat, but we've got plenty of those. Yes. And she's a, I, I love her because she, she speaks her truth, and, yep. she, and when she loves you, that's it, baby. I mean, you're just it, nestled in her heart. Oh. I, I love that woman. So anyway, we got to do an episode together, and uh, I just uh, supported her in her opening night for War Paint. And, oh. uh, I, I love... You know, like any actor, you love your job. You want to be yeah. a storyteller. You want yeah. to be transformational. Yeah. And uh, Rachel gives, Rachel and Aline give all of us, Donna Lynn for sure, Pete, you know, chances to do this transformational work. Yeah. You know, Donna Lynn, when she sings with Rachel, all these different genres, the stuff they yeah. sing musically is so far out, all these different kinds of songs, you know. Hard rock and soft rock and, you know, this parody and that parody and then musical comedy. West Covina. I love that. It's just a scream. Beautiful. I know. I love it. Now, you know, because of that show and because of a lot of our listeners are, you know, that show allows you to dream. And we have a lot of listeners who are dreamers and they want to be an actor. What would you tell the dreamers out there one reality that they probably don't know about being an actor? Everything they do part-time, somebody's doing full-time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. See, I, I feel so like we should take notes. Good. Yeah. It's what Einstein says, 99% perspiration, 1% inspiration. Yeah. you got to work, baby. Yeah. you got to work so it's accurate, excellent, effortless. Oh, I like That's that. That's the key. Okay. Accurate, excellent, excellent effortless. effortless. I was a pianist, and I had a great yeah. teacher okay. say accurate first, then excellent, but then effortless. So there's space in which to create. That's why, like, having done this for 40 years, two-thirds of my oh, yeah. life, yeah. what happens is that the pulse rate and the heart rate between backstage and on stage is almost nothing. There's yeah. almost no difference. You're just thrilled to be with a 1,000 people versus being with the 10 people you love anyway backstage. It's yeah. all a continuum where, of course, you have a different tubing that the, your, your, uh, your, the shape of your tube is your character. The mm-hmm. inside molten blood and warmth is your soul going through a different flexible tube called uh, Dolly Levi, called right. Irena Gut, yeah. called... Uh, Grandma, you know, Berta in, in Pippin, all, yeah. all these different, Diana Vreeland, uh, you know, nine Jews from, from birth to death in, uh, in Hello Mother, Hello Fada. Yeah. Incidentally, on July 24th, we're doing a 
25th anniversary recreation of Hello Mudda, Hello Fada oh. in, at 54 Below, this big <gasps> nightclub in New York, yeah. and the original cast from the Off-Broadway oh. show it was the Alan uh, Sherman musical. And we're going to we're going to recreate it. It'll be fun. That Hello, is Mata. amazing. Hello, Father. Here I am at Camp Granada. <laughs> da da dee da. It's gonna be crazy. Oh, that'll be, be fabulous. <laughs> it sounds. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. Oh, I yeah. love the way you think. <laughs> yeah, I just have to say that. It's it. It, your it, philosophies make your me philo- happy. <laughs> and speaking of your philosophies, I mean, okay, so on our show we have a, we have a lot of fun and we uh, talk about you know sex and relationships and and we have a therapist who comes on and gives advice and wow. he, he I mean he gives us a lot of work. But I want to ask you gave your daughter some advice before she she married about how to have a successful marriage. You said shut one yeah. eye and don't leave. Now I, I typically right. shut both, which hasn't hasn't worked out that well. <laughs> what what do you mean exactly with that advice? I mean, can you kind of delve more into that? Because we need help. We so do. We're we, taking it. <laughs> we're all ears. <laughs> I would say marriage, and I got a good one. Andrew Harris Levy is a good one. Marriage is the hardest thing I do. It is the hard. It is a metaphor for the Middle East peace. If you can have a successful oh, wow. marriage, and for a, to have a successful marriage is A, for it to endure, and B, for it to endure with peace, and C, for it to endure with peace and some happiness, some thrill. So the the key is when there is disagreement, and there Mm -hmm. is not only disagreement, but there's chronic disagreement. Chronic. That means if you don't like the way he sneezed in 1977, (laughs) he might still be doing it, in 1997, <laughs> and it's driving you over the hill. Yes. So what do you do with that? I'll tell you what you do. Here's the shut one eye part. You put in earplugs. <laughs> you put in earplugs. Yeah, That's you what adapt. You do. Yes. And then, and then mm-hmm. if it, like if the snoring thing gets out of hand, you go to the sleep clinic at Columbia Presbyterian, <laughs> and everybody gets tested, and they do their best because nobody wants sleep apnea. Yeah, so right. You, you. you <laughs> But at, the thing about marriage, we had a glorious first seven years, and we started to have children, and those were the harder years, even though we were devoted to our children. The secret little lie is that you love your husband and you love your wife more than your children. Uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh, not in Jewish, Greek, or Italian homes, I can tell you that much. So you have this, you have a solid line between the husband and the wife in the first part of the marriage. Then you give birth. And you have a solid line from the husband and the wife, from the mother and the father to the child. That's the triangle. And guess what? The line between the mother and the father starts to get dotted. Yeah. And that's why people have date night. Yeah. It starts to get dotted because everybody prefers being with their children than being with their mate. Because their children love you unconditionally and you love them unconditionally. It's yeah. a great non-conflicted love of your life. And also... A child is so delicious and irresistible. Why? Because he needs the parent to survive. Yeah. So you are indispensable to the forming of another human life. And you, you don't bring up your children. You're a flea in my, in my uh, family. You're just nothing. Yeah. You can't. It's like a garden. You don't just water it and hope that the weeds don't come up. Right. You sit there and you, and you, you focus the child and you give him your values and mm-hmm. you, and you give him un, Unconditional love, but unconditional love with vision. It's not just, hello, I'm your best friend. I always said to the children, I love you, I'm not your best friend. I'm your mother. I'm your mother. I gave you your life. I would give my life for you. So, you know, in all events, with the marriage thing, the children, if you have good children, you teach children to walk so they can fly. And guess what? They fly, particularly in this country. They fly. They go. So they leave the house at 18. Mm-hmm. Ours yeah. did, mm-hmm. and they and they never they love us. They live in Brooklyn, and they live at three hundred Mercer. Our son lives in in the village, and our daughter lives with her husband in Williamsburg, with a view of the East River and Manhattan. Oh, nice. It's glorious. And and they, if they're healthy, they love you to pieces, but they have their own life. So then, what happens? You're left with the same two pieces of toast, which would be Andrew and Tova. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden. Um, Number one, the parents, our parents start to get old. Number two, our parents start to die. Number three, you start to bury your parents in the right chronological, biological order that uh, every parent, uh, every every child should have the privilege of being with their parent when they pass away, and the privilege of, of, of properly burying them. 
And when that when that order is upset, it's it's wrenching. You know, people yeah. who lose children and stuff like that. So right. we, we have had a life that so far has had its normal sequence. But once you start to bury your parents and the buffer between you and the end of your own days starts to disappear and you're nobody's child, we buried our last parent last June, so 10 months ago, then you're into a new era in the marriage, which is unbelievably delicious, which is called preserve and protect. Anybody who marries for love, let me tell you something, the empty nest is highly underrated. So the empty nest starts after the last child goes to college mm-hmm. and you've done well and they're they're kind of, you know, they're they're not they're not on dope, they're not right. chain smoking, they're not committing crimes. <laughs> you know, the big pillars yeah. of being decent yeah. are intact, and and you have this alone time with Andy, and you're no longer supporting them. Yeah. MIT was fifty thousand dollars a year. Ooh. Harvard was cheap. Harvard was cheap compared to that. <laughs> right. I was only thirty five, but oh. you know, you have to work like a dog to make sure that you can get them yeah. through school, and. All of a sudden, you're a two-income family. Your children are in banking or hedge funds or whatever they're doing, finance. They're not asking you for money. So there's a certainty about your financial thing, and then there's preserve and protect. I mean, I watch that man breathe. I make sure he's okay. <laughs> he reminds me that Noah Felchu, my beloved nephew who's in the ex-ambassador, said yeah. his birthday was yesterday. Oh, and remember, nice. it's Noah's birthday. Yes, happy so, birthday, and- Noah. Happy birthday, Noah Felchu. We love you. Um, and, and and I I dearly love my husband. And, um, you know, I didn't understand as a young, sexy kid when people would say, my husband is my best friend, right. he's my pal. I said, oh, my God, this is awful. <laughs> this is awful. I mean... Not that you have to be sex maniacs, but right. he is. Yeah. Um, so... The truth is, he is my most intimate other, and and believe me, my mother and father, my father died at 86, my mother at over 103, and wow. my mother and father made made love to the end. He had a stroke the last 10 months of his life, and my mother, I would say, Mom, how's Dad doing? He said, he can't talk properly, <laughs> but he won't get his hands off of me. I'm exhausted <laughs> from this man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah! May, may more relationships right. be like that's right. That yeah. Well, you everybody are everybody thinks that sex stops yeah. when you get older. Oh all, God, no! All no. sex is is you two guys being older having sex. That's yes, all that's it. all it is. It, that is exactly none, none right. It, none of it stops. None I love it. it. So I, I I love being I love being married. I love not being alone. I don't. I'll deal with the bickering. I'll deal with the with the disagreements. We're doing a renovation now. We have different points of view about it. We have eternally different points of view, but we we love each other. And one of us often gives up. I gave up the fireplace two days ago oh. in the family room because I have... Now, wait a minute. I have two other fireplaces. One in the living room <laughs> and one in the master bedroom. I mean, Perfect. how much of a pig can I be for this <laughs> pyromania? i got to let the pyromania go. So he got that one. He that is that awesome. One. So anyway. you are very, first of all, you're very wise. I love your ideas on life. We're, before we wrap this up, we are going to get some sage advice here. So what advice would you give Sergey and I as we continue in this crazy world that we, we do a television show and we do this show? What would you give us advice in this crazy showbiz world? How old are you? Well, Sergey. I'm, I'm 21. And I'm 41. Yes, wow. And I'm and I'm 39. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Forever. When I started, when I had my 50th birthday it said Tova Felcher will be celebrating the 11th anniversary of her 39th birthday. <laughs> I love that. That's you how I'm going to yeah. do mine from now on. That's right. That's it. My 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 suggestion in our business is to never give up. I know it sounds corny, but you only need one yes. Yeah. And my greatest suggestion, if you can achieve it, you know, I meditate, I do the best I can. Yeah. Does it feel better to be wanted and get job offers? Sadly, even after 40 years, sadly, it does. <laughs> right. I had a good day today. I was offered a film, and then <gasps> nice. these two scientists from Harvard called about, um, well, actually Harvard and Brandeis, 
called about doing a new series that I can't discuss. Oh, but it wow. was a great day. And I went I went to the where? Toto Toilet Play. <laughs> right. <laughs> I the think that. The new model is coming out in oh, June. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't see why I have to get a flusher that costs $99 when I can afford something better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. So right. I would live, you know, in our business, you have a chance to live life to the hilt because you have a chance to engage your imagination mm-hmm. yeah. and you don't need money for that so don't give up engage your imagination hook low hook low in your work meaning hook deeply into your work find the higher purpose of your work again mm-hmm. remember the walking dead is not about zombies it's right. about how do we choose to live our life under terribly op- in a terribly oppositional universe and 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 you so wisely said crazy ex-girlfriend is about dreamers yeah the power of dreams and not to mention what about the power of of rachel bloom's dreams i mean my god a graduate of nyu she does a youtube and it's picked up yeah it's not Mm -hmm. just she you know she's she's not just she did a youtube she's incredibly prolific and she kept doing these things and finally it got out to the universe that this kid has something to offer and at her young age, she was able to realize her own series. Yeah. From wow. like, yeah. The, you know, Absolutely. what? So right? It, she not only it writes about dreams with Aline Bruss McKenna, she embodies it. Mm-hmm. She embodies Exactly. It. Incidentally, she has a wonderful marriage and a wonderful, oh. wonderful uh, husband. That's Dan awesome. Greger, who's, who's a writer. Um, so, so that's what I would say. Stay, stay in there for the. Stay on the field of play. Yeah. Try not to lose faith in yourself. Say your own namashavayas on the days when the tide. Oh, and that's the other thing. The tide comes in, yeah. and the tide goes out. Even for Meryl Streep and Bobby De Niro, right? For everybody, yes. yeah. The tide for Barbara Streisand, for every, for the mega, 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 megas. The tide comes in, and the tide goes out. That's why we breathe. We breathe mm-hmm. to teach us how nature functions. There's the inspiration and there's the expiration. Yeah. So oh, during yeah. times when it feels like there's a desert out there, just breathe, love whomever you can, and stay in the field of play. Keep up your voice lessons. Keep reading the scripts. Keep seeing the next opportunity and mm-hmm. make alliances. Yes. Every good career is built on patronage. Yeah. It's built on the second invitation. Why why did I do an Irish jig uh, or a Jewish horror when Dick Wolf called and said, right. you want to be Judge Melnick on Chicago Justice? Yeah. He said, count me in. And I would have said that if he'd given me eight lines in a black robe and, you know, had my had my eyebrows showing since I'm so short from behind <laughs> the bench. They had to prop up, prop me up in the chair. Oh, I had to wow. have a child seat in the chair. It's so sad. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> my my little feet were like a foot above the, <laughs> the ground. Uh, so oh, brilliant. Like the Allen Lad, the Allen Lad of Latter Day Television. <laughs> anyway, well, um, and that is and that, that's what yeah. I would that's what I would say, darling. And look how successful you are. You have the Martini Hour, and yeah. I, I got the lucky business of being interviewed and not only that but donna lynn called me to pitch you oh well bless her heart these guys are maybe interested in talking to you please talk to them they're oh she's so amazing well this is what i have to say and one of the things we also try to do is every day we wake up and we go who gets to do this who gets to talk to amazing people in the field that we love very few do where we are, and so we try to remember to be thankful. And one of the things we're very grateful for is that you chose to spend some time with us because you are amazing. I love you watching you sing, and I want to watch you a hundred times more yes. on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Always. But you are such a wise woman just of your own, uh, in your own skin. Thank so you, my friend. Thank you for thank spending you so time much. with us. I, it is my privilege we're three generations you have somebody in their 60s somebody in their 40s somebody right. in their 20s right it's just wonderful they it say is. in hebrew lador vador and from generation to generation and you know that's really where immortality is you want to mm-hmm. talk about immortality i don't know about an afterlife but i know that you uh put forth good deeds and hand them down to to the next the next biological generation yeah. that that really is without being a cornball that is your immortality. Mm-hmm. When my son says to me, 
Mumi, calls me little Mumi. Mumi, I love you forever and always. That's from his childhood. I would say, Brandon, I love you just because you breathe. I love you forever and always. And you you forget how these children are a tabula rasa, and they they ingest what you say. It engraves on their memory. It's imbibed by them and never forgotten. Exactly. And if you give them an abundance of love, they have an abundance of love to give because that's how they're trained to exactly. see the Exactly. Exactly right. That is the beautiful circle of what life should be. I agree. Yeah. Well, Tova Felchi, you are amazing. Thank you for being with us in the lounge, and I'm so glad we were talked up. So you said yes. So, <laughs> so thank yes, absolutely. you. Absolutely, I did. It was a pleasure. Oh, and you wonderful. have a marvelous night, and thank you for including me. Thank, Thank you. you. You have a wonderful night. All right. Good God night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was the amazing, the very wise. Like, oh, amazingly wise. I loved so, her words of advice. And has, I love her, yeah. her acting stories, especially having to sit. This is going to be me having to sit in a child seat yeah. to prop me up, which happens to me every single time we do anything. <laughs> anything. So. Yeah. Oh, I what so a what wisdom. an incredible energy, and yeah. I love such a peaceful, such energy. a peaceful. I love the philosophy that she brought oh, with her too. today and shared her message. Yeah. Um, and her stories. So right. Um, See, every once in a while, you need a you little know, martini lounge wisdom dropped on you. Some wisdom, and it really resonated with how we feel about the world. Let's Absolutely. hey, listen, Siri oh, and I yeah. can be silly and crazy and a lot and of we fun. We are a lot, and like any human being, mm-hmm. and like any human being, we have a lot of passionate yes. beliefs yes. and. It felt good to hear it echoed in this amazing woman. Right. And you know? I, and, and my favorite thing, and, and I hope that, um, at, at least I am, I don't know about you, because uh, you, you're already not adventurous. Um, <laughs> I really <laughs> I really hope to be as adventurous as this woman and, yeah. and climb Mount Kilimanjaro yeah. when I'm 60. And to live in a um, yurt. And you can you can be there on the African savannah just watching from a, from an RV. Yes, How's that? that's fine. How's that, that works. Okay. That works for <laughs> That'll me. be your adventure. Level your adventures. <laughs> but this has been a lot of fun. Listen, we try to give yeah. you great interviews all yeah. the time and that was a pleasure remember you can catch tova felch yes. in chicago uh chicago oh my god i, I lost the thing chicago law chicago um, law and crazy ex and crazy ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. so make sure you you watch her if you're in new york you can catch her doing live stuff all the time i highly recommend she's a yeah. just a an amazing actress clearly you so just heard you mm-hmm. just heard i know i love it so, as always um we we will be here next week yeah, like we always more are crazy fun stuff yeah. and amazing people that I we are always we... grateful for <laughs> and drinking and drinking so. <laughs> because we don't do anything but talk and drink. Yes, that's basically that's yeah. how life should that's be. Our life, I mean, that's my philosophy yeah. right there. So um, thanks. So you can catch us on our yes. website, jonathanandsergey.com. as well as our social media, uh, Facebook and Twitter, Jonathan and Sergey, as well as Instagram, Jonathan and yeah. Sergey. Go to IG. Yeah. Always follow IG. us and always keep checking out always. what's coming next because we will always bring you surprises along the way. Till next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. The Martini Lounge is made possible by... Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads. And don't forget... You can display your business right here. The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey. And also our website, jonathanandsergey.com. Until next time, all you cool cats. <laughs>